phone. This is so the dirty fun. secrets that a lead converter never wanted you to know. No, I'm kidding. They're not dirty secrets. He's going to be the wonderful, the wonderful secrets. We got Brian Clark from Beanone University here, uh, which is Ask an Internet Lead Converter Anything. I'm going to open up Brian Facebook on my other monitor here while we're getting started. Um, this is, by the way, for anybody watching, please ask Brian questions uh, live. Like the whole idea, the reason we're doing this thing live is so you can ask an internet lead converter anything you ever wanted to know. I'm going to pull up Facebook here and make sure I got see your questions as they come in. Brian, how did you get so good at internet uh, lead conversion? Well, I worked a lot of internet leads. <laughs> so uh, my, my career uh, started out in car sales uh, when I was 18. Uh, and there was a lot of phone time in the car dealership calling folks that were coming in uh, getting service performed on their vehicles that may be at the end of their car loan uh, then that transitioned directly into banking where i worked for three of the largest banks uh, in the nation um, and worked my way up to get all my financial licensing and every day it was all about cold calling and then at zillow made anywhere from 120 to 150 dials per day and a lot of those were internet leads that were reaching directly out to us so I've got a lot of experience cold calling, a lot of experience following up with internet leads and definitely converting and closing the deal. Have, have things, and I'm just gonna, but guys, if you're watching again, please type your questions into the, into the comment box there so I can read them to Brian, ask them on the screen. Zach, uh, if you can flag me down, if I miss a question, go ahead and let me know so I can uh, cut and paste it here for Brian. So I'll start off with the first question though. Have you been doing internet leads for a long time? Has anything changed in the world of internet leads over your career? Um, the biggest thing that's changed is the amount of touches that it takes to get somebody on the phone. I think it's because we're so inundated. Uh, we'll go and click on something, fill out our information, forget that we did it. We have so many calls coming in every day that it, we just kind of look at them as spam, right? So uh, went from a couple of years back, it was an average of nine touches or, or call attempts to try to get somebody on the phone. And today it's right around 18. So that's that's just about doubled. So the amount of spam that we have, the amount of phone calls that we have coming into us on a daily basis really definitely has a shift in, in how we have to play the game and make sure that we're getting those leads on the phone, getting them on the hook and getting that conversation started. Wow. So, so it's gone from nine to 18 is the average amount of calls? Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that, dude, that's a lot. All right. So um, let's see. Zach has a question. Zach is one of our producers for Agent Power Huddle. Zach asked... Uh, can you talk about the battle between Facebook and Apple and what is changing with Facebook ads? <laughs> Absolutely. This, is, uh, this has been a topic that's been a hot button lately. Um, so essentially with that battle between Facebook and Apple, Apple is making it so that you have to give your permissions as for which app tracks you and when. And so Facebook has been, of course, very upset about this because this is how they get their detailed targeting and all of that data that goes in. What I can say is that you're going to hear a ton of negatives about this, but when it boils down to it, you're actually going to be getting in front of a better contact than you previously would be because somebody actually opted in to allow them to track on a, on a particular app, whether that's on Zillow, Realtor.com, you name it. They opted in and said, Facebook can track me on this particular platform. So when we're targeting somebody and getting in front of them with an advertisement, that means that they do have an interest in whatever that is. So especially when it comes to real estate, somebody allows Facebook to track them while they're on Zillow's app or on Keller Williams app or on any of the major players, 
it gives us the opportunity to get directly in front of them on Facebook. And it's even more pinpointed than it was before because somebody raised their hand and said, you can track me. Hmm. So, so you're a fan of it. So you, so you think having actually lower, lower quantity, higher quality is what we might see. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's actually what we strive for at, at Be Known. I mean, when we go in and we start targeting for a client, if we're doing the advertising for them, the first thing that we want to do is start with a baseline of homeowners in a marketplace. Instead of going out and just targeting based off of the interests and going, hey, we're going to do the shotgun approach and just throw the spaghetti at the wall and see what sticks. We like to go in and say, hey, let's hone in on who our buyers and sellers are going to be and who's going to give our agents the best opportunity to convert. So I'm I'm all for the, the new privacy settings that are going into place. And I think it's something that we should have anyways. We should be able to choose who uh, who tracks us and who doesn't, right? I mean, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would think so, right? Um, guys, if you guys are just joining in with us, uh, Brian is an amazing internet lead generator converter. He has a tremendous amount of experience. He has a platform called Be Known University. Um, whatever questions you have for Brian, type them into the box so we can. Uh, um, I can share them here and I can ask Brian your toughest questions on internet lead conversion. Like, like can I just? I mean, at a, at a basic level, um, what is what is working today? I mean, is is there is there a magic script, a magic anything, text or phone that is just crushing it, or is it the consistency that matters more than anything? Consistency is absolutely what matters the most. Um, it, it boils down to having multiple layers of safety nets so that you can handle that follow up, right? So we we like to promote uh, to our agents and put out there into the world. You need to automate everything that you can. And especially as a real estate agent, your job is very tedious. You may be on a on on showings back to back to back. You've got new leads that are streaming in. You can't get to them. And then you've got a listing presentation that you've got to make shortly after that. So if you can automate your text messages, your emails, uh, and you can have safe search alerts that are going out to those leads right after they fill out their information, submit the form, you're already one step ahead of the competition. The biggest thing that I would recommend outside of having those safety nets is putting together a block time in your day so that you can actually sit down and power dial through your leads for an hour to two hours. So that way you have an opportunity to get some folks on the phone. And in that two hour period, make sure the first calls that you're making are going to be follow-ups. So that way you can kind of get the marbles out of your mouth, leave voicemails, get your voice warmed up and get ready to have that conversation when somebody finally picks up the phone. I love it. All right, so to put you on the spot, it's only showing as an anonymous Facebook user, but I'm on my. I can actually see. So Adam, Adam Nelson, if you want me to to proudly show your face, you just have to uh, approve Streamyard to, to use your face here. But this is Adam Nelson, my buddy Adam. What's up, Adam? Who's watching? Uh, he wants to hear a script. So, so what, what would you? Are you are you pulling something up? I am. Awesome. I love it. I'm putting. So we, you on the spot. we actually have a a prototype script building tool. Um, that I have created that we've integrated into KV Core as well. So when you get a new lead, if you're asking the right questions, how many beds, baths, desired price range, all of that good stuff, the script will automatically populate when you click a link. So for every single lead that you have, you go ahead and click that link. You select one button, which pulls all of the key information from that lead into the script itself on the next page. And then that follow-up um, that that follow-up script is ready to rock for you. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and pull one of these up from a team that I'm working with in Florida. 
Yeah, and, and while, while, you're pull, while you're pulling it up, by the way, so, so Zach just dropped the link. Adam, if you want us, I've already mentioned your name three times, So, but I like seeing your face, Adam. So uh, if you go to StreamYard.com slash Facebook, that's how you give anyone else who's watching is going to be asking questions. That's how you give StreamYard permission for me to show. See how you can see Zach's face there? This is Zach at the Academy Awards. Actually, I don't know where that Zach is in that picture. And am I able to share with StreamYard by chance? You, you should I be able can. to at the bottom. Yeah, you got the share button. Give me one second. I'm going to pull up some contact info. So I can yeah. I can show this and, live. Yep, and then we got another question from Grace. Awesome, Grace. We'll get to that question in a second. It's a really good question. <laughs> Definitely, and I'm I'm gonna rush on this because I didn't uh, didn't expect to be thrown on the spot with a script. So. I will uh, get this up as quick as possible. <laughs> yeah, no, do, do you think while, while you're doing that, if you want to multitask, so Grace Walker has a great question. Adam will come back to this. Um, and this is why I like Ask Me Anything, by the way. We get to stump you and ask hard questions. Uh, Brian, <laughs> yeah, I'm serious, not a hard question. Brian knows so much. All right, here's Grace's question. Do you have a goal for how many conversations per day? And if so, how realistic is that goal, right? So do you, do you have a goal for people for conversations? Absolutely. It boils down to a couple of different factors, right? It, it really comes down to how many leads you have that are that are pulling into your system, right? Uh, and then it boils down to the number of dials that you're planning on making in that day. So I like to focus on all of the key metrics to make sure that we can kind of go in and say and calculate what our estimated return on investment, our estimated gross commissionable income could be from our database. So this takes a, this takes a little bit of time and it takes consistency to be able to dial it in, right? So what I would look at is over a six month period, I would say, okay, every single day, I'm gonna sit down and I'm gonna put a block time in place for two hours a day, and I'm gonna make my calls. And I'm gonna make those calls relentlessly every single day. I'm gonna take all of the no's, I'm gonna shed them off. I'm gonna have a very short memory and very thick skin. So that the next time I get someone on the phone, I have the opportunity to convert them, have that conversation. All right, so the goals that we're setting for being able to say, okay, I'm gonna have this number of conversations per day need to be a calculated goal. That way it's realistic and, and it's gonna work for you. So if you found that in that two hour period, you're able to have six conversations with leads because you've made a hundred dials, then you can go backwards and do the math and say, okay, if I do a hundred dials per day, I can have six conversations. Of those six conversations, I have two of them that are longer than seven and a half minutes, which is what you really need to be able to build rapport um, and get a leg up so that you can schedule that next appointment, schedule that in-person meeting. And then you wanna take it to the next step and say, okay, how many of these in-person meetings that I have lead to a buyer's agreement or a seller's agreement? And then after you've done this for consistently for about six months, you can then work backwards on the numbers and say, okay, if I wanna make X amount of money, I need to do Y number of dials per day, which is gonna equal this number of conversations, this number of actual presentations, and it's gonna to lead to this number of appointments, which will lead to my buyers and sellers agreements. Does that make sense, Grace? If you got a follow-up question type in, that was it. Thank you, that was a good answer, Brian. And, and I, I'm sure you can't, uh, it's hard to, to multitask and pull up the, uh, the reason why he's pulling up the script on the screen is because they have a tool that's actually built into their, their BeKnown platform that has the script generator tool. Um, I'm assuming that's what you're, you're pulling up there, right? Definitely. So what we've done is we've built this directly into our platform. So then it relays directly over to KV Core so that you can simply click a link and it will take you to the script. So as you can see here, we've got a couple of hashtags that are in place. We don't see the screen right now. Let's see. Oh, let me add this to the stream. There we go. 
There we go. So now you I got can it. See we've got a couple of hashtags here, time frame to move and number of beds baths and the price range that they're looking to be within. Now we set this up this way so that we can automate save search alerts, but we've used it as a twofold method so that we can help agents with their scripting, right? Now, when we're looking at internet leads, especially with Facebook, you're looking at so many things on a daily basis as you're scrolling through your feed, you may fill something out and completely forget about it. So when you're making these calls, you wanna make sure that you have something that can jog their memory and make them remember, hey, I did fill that out. This is what I'm looking to do, and, and this is what I wanna get. So we'll go and click on this link. It's gonna take us to a, a basic little landing page. Click the Let's Book an Appointment button. This is gonna load into the next screen. And as you can see, this information that's right here, that's loaded for the beds, baths, price range, time frame, is all the same information that we have loaded into KV Core that came from that lead filling out the form on Facebook. So, hi, this is Brian, or hi, Anna, this is Brian with eXp Realty. I'm calling because you recently filled out a form on Facebook regarding homes for sale in Orlando or surrounding areas. Now, once you have gotten into your opener, you're going to have an immediate objection. Like nine times out of 10, there's going to be some kind of an objection that that lead is going to provide to you. So, you need to be able to pivot with your scripting at this point in time, just seconds into the call. So the most common objections that we hear when we have our calls recorded for our agents, I'm just looking, I entered my info by mistake, I'm not interested. So what we've done here is we've set this up so that when you click, I'm just looking, it brings you down to that objection and it gives you a little rebuttal so that you can overcome that objection and push through in that conversation. If there's any additional information that you need to fill out, criteria that that individual is looking for, that they just kind of spew once you start asking questions, you can type that in here, click submit, all of that goes and logs back into your CRM uh, instantly so it's available in your KB Core, right? Uh, so it, let's just say that the call goes perfect and you say, I, you recently filled out a form on Facebook regarding homes for sale in Orlando or surrounding areas, and they say yes. We would just move directly into this section here. Awesome, it looks like you're looking for homes with four beds, three baths, around 250 to 300,000. Are you looking to move within the next 12 and you were looking to move within the next 12 months? Is that correct? So just ask the question to confirm that information. And these are all this is all part of that information that you should be gathering in this initial call. I like to call it profiling and discovering. Uh, and so this is your opportunity to, number one, figure out what that client or that lead is trying to accomplish, what what they want uh, in a new home. Number two, find out what their motivations are so that you can have those little rapport builders logged in your notes for down the road. Anything that these leads tell you about themselves, take notes on it. That way, the next time you get on the phone with them, you can bring something up from the previous conversation that you had, and it's going to build instant rapport right out of the gate. So if they tell you that they've got a little league game that they've got to run to, that should be the first thing that you ask them the next time that you call them, how'd the little league go? Did you guys win? So that way they go, hey, this person actually cares about me. They're listening, they're paying attention, and it's gonna help build trust for you right out of the gate. The next thing that we will go into would be what I call a permission statement, right? And so this is to let your lead know that we're about to enter kind of a, a question phase where you're gonna ask questions and, and figure out exactly what they're looking for. So it, it's pretty straightforward. Great, uh, after they say, yes, I'm, I'm interested, that's the, property type I'm looking for and the time frame I'm looking to move. 
say, great, I'd like to ask some questions and take some notes so that I can make sure that I keep my focus completely on your home buying needs. Is that okay? And come back and say yes. All you have to do is click the questionnaire. This will drive you into a segment where you've got 10 different questions that you can ask that are, are gonna be most likely that you're, you're gonna wanna know from that individual when you're on this call. I have a couple of different variations for this as well. One with LP Mama, which is location, price, motivation, agent, mortgage, and appointment. Um, and these are not required fields. So you can ask whichever of these questions that you want and then drive, once you submit, drive into the appointment so that you can schedule a time on your calendar to meet that individual. Whether that's getting them on the call with your lender so that you can get pre-approval or whether that is going, hey, you've got a pre-approval letter already, let's go and check out some houses and go, go see some properties and find out what you really like, so. I love it. Adam, woo, look at that. That's fun. That, I is really that, cool. that, that mirror effect. There you go. Ooh. All right. So <laughs> I wonder if, uh, if that's what you're looking for, Adam. Were you looking for anything more specific around it? Because that was a pretty specific script. Do you want like down the road? Uh, well, I mean, Brian is not, uh, he said, yes. Awesome. Love it. Brian is not in the trenches. Uh, he said, badass. I love it, Adam. I, I agree. It is really, really cool. It's a really good tool. So so Adam runs a fantastic team. And it's a fantastic tool that, as especially if you're bringing on newer agents, to have everything built in where you're clicking the buttons, right? It's just one of those things where, like, as you go through, go here, say this, do that. Um, how much improv do you need to learn in your career, Brian, versus how much just having a good script in front of you? What would you say the balance is? Um, I, I mean, I, I'd say that initially out of the gate, you want to stick to a script or an outline until you've got all of your rebuttals down. Um, you're always going to come up with a new objection at some point in time that you may not have overcome, right? So in, in the past or may not have scripting for. So that's where the improv, uh, improv comes into play is once you get a new objection, that's something that you haven't heard before or something that's new. But I mean, there, there's a solid formula for overcoming those objections. The first thing that we want to do is make sure that we acknowledge it and ask questions, hammer down that specific objection. And then you want to make sure that you can overcome that and move forward, right? So hit, hit the objection head on, figure out exactly what it is, hammer it down. Then you can transition and then continue to move through that, through that conversation to book the appointment or get, uh, get, get to meet them at a house or whatever you need to do. I love it. All right, um, guys got questions. Otherwise, I'm going to keep asking over here. I've got my phone open for more. We've got enough people watching. There's probably more questions here, so I'll give a pause and see. And Zach, I think, dropped the, your website. If you guys want to learn more about Brian, the platform he's talking about, they actually have a whole training university, Bino University, where Brian has, I don't know how many hundreds of hours of videos you have up there. A lot. A lot. <laughs> <laughs> Both on lead generation and lead conversion. Um, a lot of stuff. So uh, brought, Zach dropped the link in the, uh, in the chat box there. But what are the good questions you guys have for him? I got plenty of questions. Well, you actually helped me uh, develop that script building tool to be where it is today. Yeah. Because um, initially you had to fill out a little form and you said, dude, we can't do this. It's Agents aren't going to want to fill out the form to be able to pull the data in. So it's got to right. be just the click of a button. So. I scrambled. Uh, I scrambled after you and I had that conversation. I went, okay, I got to figure out how to make this uh, make this automated and simplistic. And so I definitely appreciate your feedback on that, Jesse. Of course, <laughs> dude. Less button clicking. If I know one thing as an agent, it's that I, if I have to click more buttons, I'm just not going to do it. Right? Fair enough. It's got to be super simple. Uh, 
All right. So other questions then. So if we're converting internet leads, has the timeline changed for conversion, right? I was always told a buyer lead took X amount of months to convert from when you generate it to when it, obviously the source varies a little bit. We're talking about your, your average internet lead, maybe like a Facebook lead, Google PPC versus seller leads and seller leads took a certain amount of time. Do you know what the months are these days? What are people tracking at for conversion time? Typically an average three months for conversion. Um, however, that is shortening with lower inventory and buyers, uh, buyers jumping on properties sooner, right? Because our inventory is decreasing. So buyers will actually go out and find a home that may not fit ex the exact bill of what they're looking for. Um, so that timeline can also shorten depending on that buyer. But it really depends on the individual that you're working with. It depends on each individual situation, their credit score, where their pre-approval sits at, how much they can finance, what they have down. There are so many varying factors that go into it that it really kind of goes on a case-by-case -case basis. Yeah. can say has, has drastically changed is your speed to lead time, right? So just three years ago, uh, Zillow had put out a report that if you were calling your leads within five minutes, you were doing all the right stuff and getting your position to convert those leads at, at the best possible, the best, best possible way, right? They've shortened that down to two minutes. And it, it's something crazy. Like if you don't call that lead or contact them within two minutes, it's like a 5,000% percent um, higher likelihood of, or lower likelihood of you getting them on the phone in the future. If you don't <laughs> reach out within that two minute window. So I'd say the most important aspect to look at is speed to lead. You get that lead, you need to be picking up the phone and dialing. And if you're so busy, you can't do that, you need to hire an ISA that can. So that, that way you're not wasting dollars on your advertisement. Uh, I love it. All right, we got time for one more question, two more questions, depending. Uh, anyone, last question? Yep. Grace, Adam, anything else you want to know? I hope this is helpful. <laughs> I know, I know it was because I've been getting thumbs up on it. You can't see the whole social media feed and getting thumbs ups and hearts. So, um, yeah, su super helpful, Brian. Really, really, truly. Is there any last minute? So, for, I'll ask you then is there anything that if you are an agent watching that they really w should know about converting internet leads? Anything you haven't shared yet? Um, I mean, the, the last thing I'll kind of say on this is uh, it kind of just go, covers the points that we've already chatted about. Make sure that you stay consistent. Make sure that you have safety nets that are in place and that you're reaching out on multiple levels. You're not just doing one thing, sending texts, sending emails, calling. Uh, I would also say to separate your campaigns out as well. So have one campaign for text, one campaign for email, one campaign for calls. The reason I say that is because with most CRMs, once you get a response from a lead, it will kill the campaign dead in its tracks. So if you have one campaign that's sending out emails, text messages, and you've got phone calls that are scheduled in them, maybe you got the wrong email address and you get an email response that says, hey, I'm not John Smith, that will stop all of the rest of your follow-up dead in its tracks. So I would separate that out so that you have three different campaigns going live at one time. If someone responds to email, you still have texts, you still have your calls that are assigning his tasks so that you have multiple uh, mediums to try to get in contact with that lead. Love it. All right, one last question. This is a quick one from, this is also from Adam Nelson. Best time of day to call these days? Four to six in the afternoon, get them while they're driving home, get them while they're stuck in rush hour traffic. 
uh, we have the most consistent pickups between the hours of four and six. I've got ISAs that are working on several accounts all across the nation, and it's basically the same no matter where you're at. Four to six p.m., we have the most amount of answers. The most amount of appointments are set at that time as well. Isn't that interesting? I feel like it used to be like after work hours. Now no one answers the phone after work, right? It's only <laughs> when they're ca- it's when they're captive in their car. They got nothing else to do. They're like, oh, I'll pick up the phone, whatever. Right? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I love it. All right. Well, thank you guys for watching. This is fun. Uh, Brian, um, if people want to get a hold of you, how should they find you? Uh, they can find me on leads2roi.com or go to Be Known University. Um, either site, you can book an appointment and chat with us. Leads to ROI, L E A D S T O R O I.com. I won't ask you to spell ROI. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank have a good day. Are. Bye, guys.